Well, first of all, that was a lot of fun just to just to see the arena full and um, to continue to see the excitement of our fan base and something that we've waited for a very long time to be a part of. And, um, you know, everybody keeps asking me through the week, you know, does it feel real? And I think today made it it's real. You know, we're going and um, we know where we're going. We know who we're playing and I uh, couldn't be more happy for our players, our former players, our fans to be able to experience it. And um, a lot of respect for our opponent. Tony Bennett is somebody that I admire in, in a lot of different ways. I think it's going to be a great storyline for, for the media in a lot of ways just because, you know, we, we talked a little bit about their, their journey and, um, you know, the ticket of adversity, being able to, to get you somewhere that you couldn't have gone without it. And, and really, as we went in our journey this last year, we drew on that some. And um, I've watched him for years, his values, the person he is, being a man of faith and being an unbelievable basketball coach, I've looked up to him in a lot of ways. And a lot of our defense, we, we've pulled from a lot of the different things that they do. And um, so we're honored to be in that game. And uh, we're honored to be in the tournament. We're excited about it. We're ready to get back to practice. And um, we look forward to the challenge. But um, we're, we're ready to go. Jalen Slauson. Uh, I think Coach Ritchie said it best. You know, a lot of respect for Virginia and their program and what they do. Um, you know, we're not we're definitely not scared of them, but definitely have a healthy respect for them. Um, I think it's going to be really fun, me and my brothers and, you know, coaching staff to go out here and compete and, you know, put, uh, put our program on the biggest stage possible. Mike Bothwell? Um, like they both said, you know, a lot of respect for Virginia. Um, just watching them throughout the years, you know, it's just one of the top programs in the country, and I think that's what makes this matchup really cool. You know, we strive to be one of the best programs, you know, culture, all those things that matter that, um, you know, a lot of teams are kind of drifting away from, but, you know, Virginia is one of the teams in the country that's still doing that big, um, so it's really cool that we kind of get to do that, but, you know, really looking forward to this game. I think the best part about it is, you know, I just get to play another game with these um, these guys of mine that I've enjoyed this year with, and a lot of guys, these relationships have gone years and years on. So just really excited to get to, you know, study some more film, uh, practice some more, go through another scout team, just all of that. It's just really excited to just play another game. J.P. Pegues. Um, Yeah, I think definitely kind of what Mike said. I think just being grateful for this uh, situation that we're in, you know, I get to go play another game with my guys, you know, that's pretty much what I have fun doing the most, playing for guys like Mike and Slaw and, you know, just the rest of my team, because at the end of the day, I know we all want to win. Um, but like they were saying, we definitely have a healthy respect for Virginia. And uh, the great part about it is I know with this team that every time we step on the court and every time we connect it, we believe that we can be anybody. And I think we're going to take that same attitude in Orlando. So. All right, we'll open it up for questions now. Uh, coach, uh, everybody knows this team basically, you know, firm team really likes to run, but you've had to win a lot of different ways this year. Um, and obviously Virginia prevent, prov provides a unique kind of experience going against their defense. Can you kind of rely on some of the things you've been through this year to kind of help you in any way prepare for this team? Well, look, I, I think it, it's – this is a big game. There's no doubt about it. This is a big event. This is this is the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest spectacle in college athletics and maybe athletics in general is NCAA tournament. We know we're going to get a great opponent, right? 
But I think the biggest thing is we have to understand it's still going to be about us getting identity. What makes Virginia good? They have identity. Okay, what makes Furman good? We have identity. And we're not going to try to find any tricks this week. You know, like we, we have to go do what we do best. They're going to try to do what they do best. And um, I watched the championship last night. It's an unbelievable battle between Duke and, and Virginia. And, um, you know, it was a lot of defense out there. And Duke won because they really, really guarded. And, you know, Duke's playing better because they really, really guarded. And what we're going to have to understand is we're going to have to go defend and rebound at the highest level that we have all year. And, you know, if we do that, then we're going to have – if we can get stops and we can get rebounds, well, now we're going to get an opportunity to go out and do what we do. But, look, it's, it's going to – he's coached a lot of games, and he's an unbelievable basketball coach. They're, they're going to try just like any good coach, right, play their strengths, minimize their weaknesses. We're going to try to do the same thing. Coach, what things can you do to frustrate them? Well, you know – I. I think it's one of those things where I don't know if we're necessarily going to frustrate them. I think it's more so what do we do well and trying to continue to do those things this year. And, um, you know, we're top 15 offense in the country. And so we've got to know what we do well when we're playing good offense. The tempo at which we play at, the spacing at which we play at, the amount of assists that we have per made bucket, how well we move the basketball. And then, you know, we're going to have to guard. You know, it's it's a unique – it's a little bit like us. It's, it's a different style, but – it's, it's a curveball type offense, right? Like you play us, it's unique. You know, you play them, it's unique. You're dealing with flares, you're dealing with pins, it's the side stuff. And um, it's not just your typical multiple ball screens and, you know, go play ISO ball. They have a very clear identity offensively. And so, you know, our communication on D, our ability to see ball man, you know, basic fundamentals, right? Like the hardest things in life come down to the simplest fundamentals and it'll be the same, it'll be the same case in that game on Thursday. Um, Jalen, what is your familiarity with Virginia? I mean, how much have you seen them play this year outside of what you guys have been doing? Um, you know, <clears throat> we watched some film study on them, as Coach Richie alluded to earlier. Um, I know Coach Bennett is a really good coach. I know, uh, obviously, that they're an ACC program, and they're a really well-coached ACC program. So, um you know, like like they've been saying, they have an identity. Um, you know, they're a little bit abnormal <clears throat> for for a high major aspect. But uh, like like we said, we you know we're gonna focus on. We'll probably focus on us tomorrow and get Furman better tomorrow, and then we'll really start worrying about Virginia on on Tuesday. Um, I'll just come over. That'll make it easier for everyone, and I won't break your microphone. Um, for the guys, I'm sure over the last almost week, you've been dreaming of who you're gonna draw, and I'm sure watching all of the projections and everything. What was that moment like to actually see your name pop up and and see who, how does it change kind of this moment and making this a, a reality for this week ahead? Um, yeah, you know, you've been, we've been waiting ever since, you know, Monday night, you know, everyone's asking who you think gonna play, who you, where you think you're gonna be at, you know, all these different type of questions. And I think the coolest part about it was, one, how fast we came up on the selection. You know, we didn't have to wait too long. But, you know, uh, for me at least, you know, I saw Virginia's name come up as a four. And um, seeing that 13 seed, um, and I was thinking to myself, could we go there? Because, you know, a lot of people have been saying we either be a, really be a 14. 
So I think the coolest part for me was just seeing the respect that we got to be a 13. You know, that kind of sounds weird, you know, respect as a 13. But I feel like in some ways that's kind of a respect to, you know, our program and what we've done this year, being a 13 seed, matching us up with a team against Virginia, like Virginia, um, in a, at a city where, you know, a lot of teams are going to be there. You know, Duke is also in, in Orlando, um, Tennessee's in Orlando. So I feel like they're really trying to show something. And I, I just think it's like – I feel like there's more people believing in us than um, than they might admit, but I, that's what I kind of thought of when I saw where we were. Um, yeah, most definitely. Like I said, it's always been a dream of mine to play in a tournament like this, and uh, honestly, it's just a dream come true. Um, seeing our name, I kind of, I mean, I'm a little bit different from Mike. I kind of thought that we, we would be that 13 seed. I feel like that's what we deserve, that's what we work for. But to also, to his point, to see people give us that type of respect and understand that we are a team with that caliber, I feel like that's a, that's something that people don't really <laughs> notice. But at the end of the day, like, I think it was good for us and I'm just glad that we get this opportunity. You don't have to say anything you don't want to, but. Uh. No, I think that I think those two did a great job summing it up. Uh, I was a little bit closer to JP. I was uh, I was thinking we were gonna get that uh, 13 seed. I just didn't know uh, who we were gonna be playing against. But you know, definitely great to see to to be able to see it and and feel that rush of excitement um, seeing our name pop up on that screen. Mike, those who were in Timmins for the the watch party tonight saw a video that was put together by the, the department here. And I don't know if the people who were in Asheville on Monday, because of all the celebration that was going on, caught what you did that was shown on that video. While everything is going on over here, you went to the spot of last year. And just talk about what you were doing, why you did that, and how all that plays into this moment. You know, um, I kind of said this on uh, Mark Ryan's ESPN Upstate show. Um, I had the screensaver on my phone um, was a picture of me and Alex Williams um, hugging and embracing, watching the confetti fall last year. And um, it's been a whole message, you know, turning pain into purpose. Um, the shot was either going to be a stumbling block or a stepping stone. And I was determined ever since that day to make it a stepping stone. So, uh, you know, JP had asked me, did I want the ball to throw up? I said, no, I know where I want to go. I wanted to go right to where I was laying out on the court, and I didn't care if one soul in that whole gym saw me. It was just for me. And I think that's just a testament of our life. I think that's the best story about this all. You know, we're all going to take this lesson um, different, many different ways into our different avenues and different types of adversity we're going to have in life. But for me, it was about going back to where uh, I kind of got knocked down and being able to stand up this time and celebrate, so, yeah. Jalen, um, it felt like late in the regular season, maybe it was kind of a grind to get to Sanford. And then you got there and you got that chance and you really were, maybe y'all were able to play a little bit more free. And then you kind of went through the same thing in Asheville, it seemed like, it, especially after that Western Carolina overtime and all that. And you got to Monday and you got that accomplished. And it's, it seems like so much has been about accomplishing that there's not been really been the focus in the past few years on the, where you're going now. Um, do you think, in, in some kind of weird way, there'll be less pressure on you because there hasn't been this big focus on the NCAA tournament in terms of like 
how do you think you'll in this I know you'd be your first time there's got to be a little bit of nerves but do you think you might be play be able to play free just because you're finally there um <clears throat> you know we we talked about this the day after um you know how if it was going to change from us being the hunted to us being the hunter and uh you know coach Richie told us he was going in going into this thing guns blazing um so we don't want to change our mentality um I think it's interesting to think about though, like, yeah, could we, you know, does it alleviate some pressure off us? Like, uh, I, I really don't think it will. Um, I don't think we carried a bunch of baggage in. Do I think we played our best, you know, down the stretch? No, but I think uh, when the lights are on, when when we're on the biggest stage, we've performed well. And, uh, you know, this is gonna be bigger than any stage we've played on all year. So why change our mentality now, especially if we do well, well, when the when the lights are brightest? Coach, what's the the toughest thing about trying to get them to pay, play at your pace? And it's going to be a little bit of contrast to styles, but um, how do you how do you play at your your pace? And I guess rebounding is going to get the ball started, right? Yeah, I mean, I think it all starts with us getting stops, and um, you know the challenges that we're going to have to. to slow their offense down and um, we're gonna have to take that really really serious and then once the ball does go in the air then we're gonna have to board it and you know just like we have all year doesn't matter who we play we're gonna try to play as fast as we can and you know on a make we're gonna try to get it out on a miss we're gonna try to get it out and we're gonna try to run the floor and um, you know it's part of it's part of who we are it's part of our makeup and um, you know I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna try to shrink the game and um, but look it, it's it's going to be two teams that I've alluded to that they're they're going to try to play their identity as best as best they can and fortunately you know as what what Scott's alluding to a little bit we we ha we have seen a lot of different styles here in the last month of the season and um, I don't really buy into that we played I mean I think we've won 14 of our last 15 you know the mission is to win a game and there's no style points they don't ask you they don't ask you how or how many, they just ask you like, right, like how many did you win by, right? Or, oh, well that means it's a half a win. No, it's, did you win the game, right? And so what's kind of been lost in this is like, we won all those games and everybody, I mean, we won the quarterfinals by double figures, I believe, and we were up 20 in the semis. So I don't think this team played tight at all. I think that Western Carolina was in a desperate situation. All of a sudden we had about three fan bases pulling against us. The place got really, really loud. And um, you know what, what did this team do? They found a way to win, right? That's what they did, and and that's that's what this team's about, right? It's the most it's the most wins in school history, right? And so, look, we're we're gonna we're gonna prepare this week like we have all year. We're gonna try to normalize this as best we can. We're gonna we're not gonna change up a practice format. We're gonna we're gonna go work on the things that we've we've got to do well. It's it's business one hundred and one, right? Like if you're gonna be competitive, you have to know what you're good at, and then and then you've got to be able to go out there and you got to be able to showcase that. And, um, you know, we're excited about the opportunity. I'm sitting here, I'm thinking about JP's recruitment, and it takes me back to being in my car and in my driveway, and we had a school negative recruiting against us that they had been to the tournament and we hadn't, and we had to convince him that we were going to go. And that school hadn't been back since they told him that we didn't go, but he's going. And, you know, it's all been belief. It's all been vision. It's all been what's ahead, not what's behind. And I think as we go in this tournament, we've got to look at it with the same mindset that, that we're, we're in and the deal is you got to get in, right? And once you get in, there's a reason that they call it March Madness 
And that doesn't guarantee you that you have an opportunity to be that, but you got to prepare in a way that you have belief. And, and that's of no disrespect to the opponent. We have a high level of respect for the opponent, but we've got to believe in our way. We got to believe in one another, right? We got to believe in our teammates. We got to believe that, hey, we don't have to change our style. We got to go do it better. And um, as they say, simple ain't easy, but we're going to try to be as simple as we can, just knowing that, hey, that gives us our best shot. How important is it to have senior, you know, upperclassmen, veteran guys at this time of year? I think it's critical. I think that um, most, most, you know, it's, a, it's, a, it's something you hear a lot in our sport of you got to be deep and you got to be old. That's, that's the key to winning. You know, I think that when you're old, if they teach the young how to do it, that's what gives you a chance to continue to get better. And I think that's a little bit of the missing story with this group. Jalen and Mike, unbelievable leaders, fifth years, right? There's a little bit of a narrative that the whole thing rides on them, you know? Like, that's, they would be the first to tell you that's not true. They've been here for five years. This is the first time they're going to the tournament. This is the first time they've cut the net down. And I think what you look at it is a team, and five of the nine are underclassmen. And somehow, JP, again, like MVP of the tournament, you look at what Alex Williams did, 12 points in that game in the championship. Everybody on our team did something in that championship. And I think this team has grown so much through the year. I think they did a great job of just blocking the noise out, right, and not getting caught up in, you know, this expectation that we had to go undefeated. And then they just start focusing on internally, like, what do we have to do to get better? And I think I've said this out of our six teams, I think this team lost the best. And what I mean by that is, like, we, we had tangible lessons each loss in conference that we said, hey, we can draw on that. We go to Cullowee and our energies was, wasn't right. You know, like you look at us on film and there's negativity and there's not a lot of interactions and there's responses to calls and, you know, and you see it and it's like, hey, it costs us a game. And from that point forward, it was like, hey, we, we don't need to be coaching the behaviors that we don't like. We need to coach the behaviors that we do like. And we need to really focus on playing this game with a little bit more sense of excitement and, and not worrying about, hey, we got to be perfect. Well, then we, we lose to Greensboro at home up 13 with eight minutes to go, right? We don't play a backup point guard. We move Mike to point. JP <clears throat> starts cramping. We don't have enough. We don't play enough people. It's my fault. And so after that game, it's like, hey, we have to trust our depth. We have to trust our nine. We have to trust our team. And we did that the rest of the way. And then we lose at Citadel. And um, what could have been a devastating loss turned into a moment where, you know what, the lesson we learned there was anybody can beat us. And, and we have to understand that every time we step on this court the remainder of the year, We've got to be ready to be at our best. And um, they played incredible that night. They did. But we had won eight in a row. They had, won, they had lost six in a row. And, and, I, and I think we got off that bus that night and Sanford had beaten Greensboro for, the, for, you know, basically to shake up the top. And we saw that, hey, look, if we win the last three, we control our destiny. And I told the team, I said, hey, we're going to have to win three in a row on the back end of this. We might as well try it right here. And we said ETSU was going to be the quarters and Mercer was going to be the semis and we're going to have to go to Birmingham for the championship. And this group just embraced that. Like, they loved it. You know, it wasn't a deal of like, well, coach is putting pressure on us. It's like, no, this is, this is what we signed up for. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a fun ride. As you know, you've been covering sport a long time, Todd. Like, seasons are lifetimes. I mean, they're just journeys. And they're up and they're down. And they're fun and they're hard. But this group, going back to your question, they've led it from the top. But their leadership has allowed our players to grow. And then, and then now all of a sudden when they're doing that, they've played as the best they've played since they've been here. 
but they've also led the best and they've been able to really encourage a group to be all a part of it. And to tie it all together, I, you might have heard me say this in post game. I told a story of Mike in the championship game. There's about 15 minutes to play, and he comes up to him and he said, Hey, make sure we get Carter in the game. Like, it's going to take the whole team. And like most people, especially when you're a fifth year, we've seen this in college basketball already a little bit. There's like this entitlement that comes with, like, Hey, I did your program a favor by coming back. This is my show. And the danger that nobody writes about is like they could have divided this and they could have said, well, which show is this? Is this the Bothwell show or is this the Slauson show? And they didn't do any of that. There was an expectation of shots. There was an expectation of points. Instead, he's telling me to get the backup point guard in the game. And I think that's why we're able to have the celebration we had tonight. Um, you covered a lot of great teams in your time. And um, that's always the commonality, right? Like it's team. And as much as we love them, as much as I'm going to fight to get their jerseys retired in those rafters, what they did this year is they, they personified team and they made sure everybody in the program knew how important that was and they got rewarded for it. Um, coach, looking way back a few lifetimes, um, going back to the first of the season in the Charleston Classic, um, how much did that tournament prepare this team for you know the tournament coming up? I think that the competition there was, was pretty elite. Yeah, I don't know if it was so much who we were playing. I mean, I, I think we beat an SEC school at that tournament, if I'm not mistaken. But And I think we lost to Penn State by four, which I think they're in the dance, right? Probably a little bit of overreac overreaction in, in some ways by myself and all of us a little bit. You know, we had won – we had beaten <coughs> Belmont here by, by double digits, and um, everybody was excited. It was our first ESPN event. I, th I think, you know, you look back on that and that experience, and again – we did not lose well that night. You know, we didn't. Like, and I'll be the first to admit as a leader, I didn't. You know, like, we carried that in the next day, and we still had, like, a little bit of a low juice to us. And Old Dominion came out, you know, firing. And uh, before you know it, we were down on the mat again. And, you know, we were off that Saturday, and we talked a lot in the hotel. We canceled practice that day. We had a really, really good team meeting about just the purpose of why we do what we do. And um, we went out Sunday, and I thought we played with tremendous joy. And I think we won by 19 on it versus, versus South Carolina. And it was one of those moments of just, hey, you know, challenging event. Would have loved to go differently. But listen, we've had good Novembers around here. Okay? Like, that's fine. We wanted to have a good March. And, you know, we've had undefeated Novembers around here. And it didn't match to a great March. And so what we had to do was kind of block it all out and say, hey, how do we build from this? How do, we, how do we learn from this? We had guys playing out there that hadn't played the role they had, right? And so at me as a coach, I had to stand by them. I didn't have to, you know, I had to make sure that JP knew, like, you're the point guard of the future here, right? Like, we're putting the ball in your hands. We believe in you. And, and he wasn't the only one. There was a lot of different guys that, that needed that. And um, that was a time where we had to come together. And, um, you know, there, were, there wasn't a ring passed out that night. You go back and look. It's interesting. You go back and look at all the eight teams in that event. And – you know, some might have felt like their seasons were going a certain way at that point and didn't go that way, right, and vice versa. And it's a good lesson for all of us. You know, nothing's really settled in November. Uh, Bob, you mentioned it out there um, about this being for all those guys that came before. You talk about senior leadership needing to teach that next generation. I talked to Andrew Brown out there. He said he's heading to Orlando. Can't wait to be there. When you talk about the guys that helped make this moment possible. What, do you, what does that 
mean to you? What do those guys, how, how often are they in your head, in your heart a, as you do this? Well, I mean, it, it's a lot, you know, because anytime you care, like, I mean, there, there's, you put your heart into something every single year and you want to see, you want to see what we got to see this year. And we've had a lot of good teams. We've had, you know, teams that have set school records and wins, I guess, four of our six years that we've been here. But they haven't been able to do what this year's team did. But I, I believe in my heart that they were a part of it, you know. And, and I was texting guys overseas and waking them up probably. And Clay Mounts and Alex Hunter and Conley Garrison and Matt Rafferty and Andrew and Daniel. And I mean, even the emotion of Jordan, I've been giving them a hard time. That picture's been going around. I'm, I'm crying with my wife and my son, and Jordan's like grabbing my arm. You know, he, he can't detach. And I think it's just a symbol of our program that. There's a lot of people who put family on a T-shirt, but this is a true family. And, um, you know, it, it's, it is a whole program, and that's the vision. That's what we started this, that, like, when we, when we started this journey, there wasn't a lot of Greenville presence. There wasn't a lot of former player presence in Greenville. There wasn't a lot of people wanting to stick around to work in Greenville to still be a part of this program. And when we say program, it's not, it is about the people in the locker room. It is about retaining. It's about culture. But it's, it's deeper than that. It's further than that. Rob Swanson's whole family was in Asheville for the whole tournament. Rob, Rob was on this team last year. Not, not just him, his whole family came. You know, and Bill Beans, Jeff Beans' dad, has sent me long texts before the tournament. You know, like, there's just Rex Brown, Andrew's parents, they came to Asheville. Like, it's just neat to see the amount of passion that, that we've been able to build. And um, I think you, you look at look what we've done with the crowds, you look what we've done with energy, you look what we've done in the community. There's a lot of people in, in, in Asheville Monday night that had no association with Furman. They got associated with this team. And I think that's the story, right? Like we had an opportunity to teach and, and we had an opportunity to teach people how to respond to adversity. And, um, you know, I saw something the other day that I shared in, in our team dinner today that the, one of the best lessons in this, we all, we all saw what happened last year. And there were some people, you know, the people that aren't pulling for you, take joy in that. The people that are, you know, you got you to figure out how to regroup. And, and it's adversity. But I saw something recently It said adversity awakens. It awakens a longing, a desire. It awakens what you stand for, and it awakens what you're willing to fight for. And what we got to experience this year, our whole program, like we, we, we chose to awake, right? Like we chose to say, hey, look, this is an adverse situation, but we're going to rise above this. And, and I think it did. It, it, it gave us like, what do we want to fight for? Right, like what, what do we want to be about? And um, you know, a lot of times in life, people think adversity is like a crusher that we've got to detour it and we got to get around it and we got to, we got to avoid it and we got to try to see it. And when we see it, we got to look for comfort. But what we were able to experience as a team that I think we'll draw on for the rest of our lives is sometimes it's necessary and you don't necessarily like it when you're going through it, but it can awaken you to something that you would have never been able to experience without it. Follow up to that really quick. Um, as a coach, you try and teach these guys these things. You say a lot of things, and you wonder how much gets through, how much flows right through. When you were in that locker room preaching, that we're building a family. That this is, you know, when you were starting out that dream to see those guys get it and their families get it. What's it like to have that payoff? To to be able to see it here tangible today for you that that they were listening and they, they got it and they feel it. 
Well, as we know in this business, there's sacrifice required just from a time element. There's things you miss. There's there's events that I'm not able to be at. You know, I miss some of my son's games. I miss, I mean. I miss my daughter's volleyball games yesterday. I mean, it's just like, it's what you sign up for. You know, like, you're not, you're not going to be able to be at everything. But you got to know there's purpose in it. You know, you got, you got to know, like, the last thing you want to do is look at your family when you're done doing this and say, man, I, I know I missed certain things, but, like, there was no value in it, you know? And this is part of my family. These guys mean the world to me. And I think I try to show that to them every single day. And I think I try to show them that I was in this with them. And every single day, knowing my time commitment to what we have to do to build people, that it is a lot. But as long as there's purpose in it and you can see true impact, then you can you can justify it, right? You can feel like, hey, you know what? Yeah, I'm spending a lot of my life doing something, but it does matter. And it's it's something where, to be honest with you, the adversity of all this last year, like I had to come to grips with that. Like we put it in my office, like every single day when I walk in to build something that matters. And there's a lot in this game and, and a lot in this sport right now that does not matter. And people are pursuing things that don't matter. And then, but everything you read of people that are at the end of their life, right, or they've gone through their whole journey, and you ask them, you like, what what matters? Well, then it says relationship, right? Well, then it says time with your family, impact, you know, like, and so as we as we navigate this new day in college athletics, as leaders, we're gonna have to ask ourselves, like, are we pursuing things that matter? And I don't think I don't think we have to compromise winning for that, clearly. You know, like we've won more this year than they ever have in the history of the school. This is this is by objective data the greatest team ever in Furman history. And I think that the coolest part about that is it's even by the even by the other even the other teams that have been in the NCAA tournament, this winning percentage is higher. And the neat thing about that is is we had guys here that sacrificed because they wanted to be a part of something that mattered. And and they didn't want to be they didn't want to be superficial, right? And just chase, hey, what am I gonna get to in this for me? And I, I think they'll I think when they get interviewed, if they if you know, SoCon John's still around to interview them when they're old and done, they're gonna tell you this is one of the most impactful moments of their life. And like nobody's ever gonna be able to take it away from them. And um I know I'm a little bit long winded with the answer of it, but like, yeah, like all these people matter. And our whole goal in this and what wakes us up every day is can we can we impact one more? You know, can we build this program one more and, and just continue like I still believe this is a gold mine here. You know, I think I really do. I've always said that. But Greenville, the education, the institution, the campus, and now what we're able to do, you know, you look at what facilities are going and how this movement's going. I mean, it's 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 an unbelievable opportunity that we're fortunate enough to be a part of. We need to kind of get into wrap up mode. Are there any any other pressing questions we need to get to? Of course Scott Keeler has one. One worse warm. But I wanted to ask Mike, and I also wanted to ask, you know, Greensboro was a possibility, and I'm sure y'all would have loved gone anywhere, but to get to go somewhere different than you go every year, and I know you were probably pulling for Columbus, but because uh, it's home, sort of, but uh, just the whole chance to go play somewhere new. Can you kind of speak to that? 
Um, yeah, you know, I think that's uh, that showed a lot of our team's excitement too. You know, a lot of us been talking in our circles, and Orlando was a name that kept popping up of a place that we really wanted a chance to go. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it's going to be really exciting. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, we're going to play in the uh, NBA arena, the or the Magic play. So, you know, another just another childhood dream fulfilled, another um, dream come true. That's going to be when we, you know, walk in and shoot around. That's the type of stuff I'm looking forward to. I'm ta I'm looking forward to walk around the city. I'm ta looking forward to our shoot around. I'm looking forward to all the pageantry that leads up to the game, and then obviously the game too. But you know, we're just going to relish in every moment and stuff that you know, not guaranteed, not promised, and it's going to be super fun. And I'm just glad I get to do it with, like Coach said, uh, all of us together. You know, I know all our family, coaches' families will be there. Our family will be there. It's just stuff that we'll remember forever. So that's the best part.